Do you cram your calendar full of things to avoid silence? You know, that silence and those whispers that emerge from your soul, the real scary ones that tell you that you're addicted to the drug of achievement and there's more to your life than being the A employee. The one that tells you that your 10-year relationship, that's like living with a roommate. And while it's all comfortable, it's okay, but that you want more for your life and that you deserve more. Or the one that tells you that you're starting to resent your partner and kids because you feel like a part of you has died to accommodate them. And as soon as this feeling emerges, you bolt because it's scary as all hell and you go right to your addiction. Work, food, booze, shopping. This episode is for you, my friends. In this episode, we talk about the one micro step that you can do to begin to connect with yourself and how when you begin to show up with yourself in this micro step, there's a certain you that emerges through every other interaction in your life. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. I want to give a shout out to our friends in San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? You guys ever watch that as a kid? <laughs> I loved that show. Thank you so much, our San Diego family, for being here, listening to our content, and showing up for yourself. We're so happy to have you in this community right where you belong. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert that offers high-performing go-getters, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so they can stop sleepwalking through life and start living with more inspiration and fulfillment and a sense of connection. A great first place to start with the foundation of your habits is through micro steps. I welcome you all to download my free micro step bundle by going to megan-miller.com. This will be linked in the show notes. You'll get a micro step cheat sheet, which is something you can just print out and keep on your desk on some thought starters of things that you can infuse in your life to start to show up for yourself. And you'll also get screensavers as a reminder to keep these promises to yourself. Together, you and I will share small practical steps to help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, my friends. It is a big, big day here in the McGullis household. It is football game day. Part of the branding that comes when living in Philadelphia, I almost feel like they make you sign something when you get your mortgage. <laughs> Is that you must be an Eagles fan and you can't be just a run of the mill Eagles fan. Like you got to be dedicated. So I would say that I'm more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Facade fan. 
Is that it? You know, I'll pop on a cute eagle shirt. I'll tailgate. I'll say I'll do all the things. But listen, do I know any of the players? No. Do I really give a shit? No. If it's just Michael and I at home and the football game is on, that's my immediate cue to exit left. So today, the Eagles go up against Tampa Bay, which for those of you that don't know, it's kind of like Rocky versus Apollo in the Rocky movies. The, The infamous game about the story of the underdog. And as I think of the story of the underdog, it makes me think of of how relevant that is to what we're all going through right now. Here we are, I'm recording this to you on January 16th, 2022. So we are 16 days into the new year. And I've talked to so many of my girlfriends so many colleagues, even even myself. And I've just felt like, fuck this. Right? <laughs> Have you felt like that? You know, on unmotivated, check, feeling like complete, just garbage, both mentally and physically. Check, you know, letting that asshole in your mind just run rampant. Check. And here is what I want to say to you, my friends. It is okay. It is okay. It's okay to feel like shit. It's okay to not have all the answers you want right now. But here's what you do need to do. You do need to celebrate that even battered and bruised, you keep getting up and you keep showing up. And you've done that your whole life. We don't celebrate that nearly enough. Right now, I want you to take a moment, one moment, just celebrate yourself for everything you've been through, all the battles in the past. And guess what? Every single time you've come out the other end. I remember a time, well, fuck my God, there were so many times where I was deep, dark, down in despair, thinking, how the hell am I going to get out of this? Actually, I remember telling myself I'm not going to make it through this. But one of the times that is most vivid and comes to mind right now is when my last book boyfriend broke up with me. This was obviously way before Michael came into my life. And here, I remember thinking to myself that I was such a loser, that why can't I keep a relationship in my mid-30s? where all my girlfriends are getting married, they're having babies, and hell, I can't even keep a relationship going. So I did what so many of us do. I thought it was all me. All me. I immediately took ownership over this relationship feeling. And hell, I even knew I even knew that he cheated on me. And I didn't, chose to totally bypass that. I just went to all of these things that I thought that I should have done, and I wasn't there, and I begged him to keep me, begged him. And deep down, I knew it wasn't the relationship that I deserved, but it was okay. And he was an attorney, so it all, it looked good on paper. And I thought, oh, well, this is good enough. This is fine. This is what a relationship should be. It was like living with a roommate. And I look back at that girl today, 
who sat there and cried in front of this guy who really didn't, didn't give her much, never did, cheated on her, told her he didn't want to be with her. And I sat there and I sobbed my eyes out, begging him to take me back. And if I could just go back in time, I would want to tell her that this is the starting point of your journey to reconnecting with you and give her a big hug and tell her that she's on her way to something bigger and better for her life. It was this pivotal moment in time when this relationship ended and I thought my life was ending, that it was only the beginning. I began to take time to heal and work on me and decide for the first time in my life What did I want in a partner and who do I need to become versus just being with the next person who would want to be with me? And that was notoriously what I did through my entire dating career. You took two looks at me and you wanted to be with me. Great. I'm all yours until that person would break up with me, which notoriously always happened. And then I would be desperately searching for the next person to want to be with me. Never once asking myself, what do I want? That's what I want to share with you, you beautiful, amazing human. Whatever it is you're going through right now, whatever it is, dedicate some time to reconnect with the most important person in your life. And that's you. I know what you're thinking. How, how do I even do this? Right? <laughs> The world just seems so big and, and and I feel so empty and alone and full of despair. I don't even know what the hell to do. Well, here's something easy. And this doesn't cost a lot of money or time. Five minutes journaling. And first thing in the morning, right before the rest of the world gets a hold of you, I'm talking no phone, no work, no kids, no partner, you. Get the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Just free write. I like to start with how am I feeling today and why? And just let the words flow. No erasing, no rewriting, no even rereading it. I don't even re I don't even reread it. It's almost just cathartic getting these thoughts out of my mind and let the words flow. Keep spending this time with yourself. Keep showing up for yourself with this practice. I'm telling you, you'll be amazed at what will emerge. That is one I want to talk to you about today, my friends. This deep fear we have of slowing down because we're afraid of what will show up if we allow ourselves to be in this silence. I had to tell you, I feel such a connection to that statement as I wrote that. It gave me goosebumps because I'm talking to myself. There was a time in my life that I felt if I wasn't jamming my schedule packed to the gill, I'm talking such a type A or here. You can appreciate this. I write down my I write down every day my entire schedule for the day of what I want to do. And I don't even leave myself 15 minutes. Every minute for the day is accounted for. And I felt for a very long time now, now I'm more aware of it, but I felt for such a long time that if I wasn't achieving, I wasn't hitting all of these things every day that I wasn't achieving. 
And later I realized it was because I was running from the thoughts in my head and in my soul. When I would finally allow those silent whispers to emerge, you know, the the real scary ones, the ones that tell you that you are addicted to work, that your life is more than being an A-plus employee, and you're scared shitless because you don't even know where to start to fight this just addiction to achievement. That was the top one for me for a very long time. I'm still working through that one. Or the one that tells you that the 10-year relationship you're in, which is like living with a roommate, and while it's comfortable and it's not terrible, you just know that you want more in a relationship. Or that feeling that tells you that you're, you have sacrificed so much of who you are for your children and your husband and you're starting to resent them because you feel like a part of you has died inside. You ever feel that one? And as soon as this feeling emerges, you bolt. You run like Forrest Gump. You just keep on running from it because you do not want to feel that feeling. You're scared shitless. And you go right to your addiction. So whatever your flavor is, we all have a different form of addiction, right? It could be the addiction to work and emails, or you immediately go shopping online, or you go right to the food or the booze because you want to numb yourself from this emotion. Here's your permission slip, my friends. It is okay to want more for your life. Look at how we were conditioned. We're raised to believe that in order to air quote, be perfect, we don't rock the boat. We do all the things. We be all the things. We take care of all of the things in our life besides ourselves to be a good mother, a good wife, a good employee. We put ourselves last. We've seen our mothers do it. They saw their mothers do it and let the domino effect continue. This martyrdom of doing 16 hours worth of work in eight hours, because of course we can. We hold ourselves to a superhuman standard. And when we drop the ball on just one thing, one thing we think we failed and never recognize the 87 things we succeeded on. It's only the thing we failed at. Or this taking care of everyone else and doing it all with a smile and never really saying how we feel because that's not kosher. So we hide behind this mask and we hide from these just silent whispers in our soul. I look back on my life and for the longest time, I believe something was wrong with me. Wrong with me because I wasn't following the path that everyone else did. And I would beat the hell out of myself every day from the moment I got up until the moment I went to bed because I wasn't on the same path as everyone else. And now what I can see today, sitting here with you at 38, is that I was just a kid that was dying for acceptance and love and validation and to know that I was worthy and enough. And today... I can see that everything I thought was a weakness of mine led me to my purpose. The abandonment issues I felt as a kid without a father 
this helping take care of my mother, these walls I built up for self-protection, it all took me to this path and this purpose of building this community with you all helping you navigate through your own journey because of the darkness and loneliness that I experienced firsthand. Everything I felt was a weakness called me to my purpose. And you are no different. You, you, my friend and purpose seeker, have this silent knowing and calling in you for a reason. You have a purpose. And whatever storm you're navigating through today that is driving you to that calling, it will reveal itself. How do we navigate through this turbulent road that we're on? Because it is turbulent, isn't it? <laughs> you know, guys, I, I would love to give you a simple formula. I would love to give you an Amazon link to a book or a pill to pop that makes it all go away in 24 hours and say, tomorrow, this shit will be behind you. But my friends, that's not how this shit works. You need to sit in the uncomfortableness. You need to get real with yourself first and have the courage to look at yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself what you want and brick by brick, start showing up for yourself one small action at a time. As we talked about, a first step is this five-minute journaling in the morning, just free writing, just your thoughts for you, with you, by you, no other agenda, and keep that promise to yourself. For such a long time in my life, I would quickly cancel the things out. For me, you know, I am such a calendar junkie, and I would put things in my calendar for myself. And it could be something so simple as going to the DMV over my lunch break. But 98% of the time, someone would need something from me. And I would cancel it. You know, my boss, my colleagues, my family, somebody would need me for something. And I would remove it because it was what I could remove. I had control over it. It was the thing for me. So I would always put myself last or never keep these promises to myself. I would always break them because someone else needed something from me. And the moment, the moment that I started to keep these promises for myself, which is something as simple as the five minute journaling in the morning, non-negotiable, something shifted in my life. And I started to keep these other promises to myself, the DMV appointment over lunch the brunch with my girlfriends and not canceling it because my husband or work needed something for me. The promise that I made to myself to clean out the closet, but I didn't feel like doing it. I was tired, but instead I kept it because it was the promise I made to myself. We are so focused on making everyone else in our life happy and content. Why wouldn't the first person we try to make happy and content ourselves? Start with keeping that first promise to yourself. And like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly, you'll begin to go through this metamorphosis of connecting to yourself and starting to show up for yourself. And it's amazing what the universe will reward you with. Thank you for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. 
If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that would benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something to you or you'd like to share something with your community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Or feel free to email me. I will link my email in the show notes, megan at megan-miller.com. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.